chill, an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of It's Just a Ghost podcast. I am your host, Mary Jensen. And I am your co-ghost, Denise Kennedy. So we also have a YouTube channel now um, with one episode up so far and the second one goes up with this podcast so probably by the time you listen to us, that will be up. And what we realized with the YouTube, um, the first episode was very long. And so what we've decided to do is to cut that in half and have two episodes per investigation. And because we want the podcast to coincide with the YouTube channel, we are going to do the same thing here. So the first episode will be all about the history of the location that we investigate and then the other part will be the following week and that will be about our investigation and we will share with you EVPs and things like that Um, and if you watch a YouTube channel you'll be able to see like videos and pictures um, during the show of like orbs and things and if you're just listening to the podcast you can visit the website at itsjustagostpodcast.com to see all of that Yeah, let's get started with the history this week. Here is the history of Rose Hill Cemetery in Toppin Springs, Florida. Please tune in next week as we have many orbs and one in particular EVP that is a must-hear for anyone interested in the paranormal. Rose Cemetery, formerly known as Rose Hill Cemetery, was a segregated burial site built in the 1800s. And one of the most notable burials at Rose Hill was rediscovered after a GPR survey located his unmarked grave. J. Richard Quarles was born a slave in South Carolina in 1833. During the Civil War, he fought alongside his master's family on the side of the Confederacy. Quarles was the only black citizen of Toppin Springs to have gone to the National Convention of the United Confederate Veterans. After coming to Toppin Springs in 1910, Quarles assumed the name Christopher Columbus because of concern about how the local community would view his service to the Confederacy. So he went by that name too. And uh, Quarles passed away in 1925. Now, um, Quarles, that was actually the name of his master, wasn't it, Denise? Yes, that was his master's name. And when he went into the Civil War and fought by his family, he had to use his master's name. Yeah. So, I mean, the poor guy never even knew his real name. You know, he just knew himself as the name of his master, and he went by Christopher Columbus, too. Right, because that was one of the only other names he knew Yeah, was Christopher Columbus. Yeah, that's so sad, though. I know. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. In February 2003, his gravesite was rededicated with the new headstone. In a ceremony that may have seemed out of place to many, members of the United Daughters of the Confederacy and the Sons of Confederate Veterans arrived at this historically black cemetery, itself a legacy of racial segregation. And as they paid their respects to Quarles, 
Those who gathered at Rose heard the song Dixie play on the hallowed ground. And another notable um, burial here is Mahela Jones. She was born in 1856. She was also affectionately known as Aunt Hay. She was a self-taught midwife who brought life to many of the African-Americans in Tarbon Springs from the late 1800s to the early 1900s. She and her husband, Handy Jones, came to Tarbon Springs via Cedar Key. Mahela's family moved to Tarpon Springs because of the available work there. Handy Jones was a carpenter who built a 13-room house on 402 Eagle Street, now known as Pinellas Avenue in Alternate 19. In addition to being the most requested midwife by Dr. Alibro, the town's physician she was an excellent laundress and seamstress and a cook. Mahela was a charter member of the Mount Mahoria AME Church, where she served until her death in 1924. Nearby is the grave of Ruby Copeland, a teacher who died in 1993 and who taught at a one-room schoolhouse for black students in Pasco County. The iron bed frame of Morris Lofton, a man who died in 1910 and traveled everywhere by mule with his only possession, which was the bed frame, that sticks out of the ground where it was buried with him. Rose Hill Cemetery is nominated to the National Register of Historic Places for local significance under Criterion A in the areas of ethnic heritage, black and social history, for its association with racial segregation practices and the development of Tarpon Springs African-American community and as a site at which community members maintain Southern and African burial practices. The period of significance ranges from 1904 to 1967 and the earliest recorded burial dates back to 1904 but it was believed to have been used by black community members to bury their dead since the 1870s. Originally known as Rose Hill, the property was owned by the Lake Butler Villa Company and was located east of the White Cemetery, Cassadia. As results of the local and county segregationist policies that sought to bury African Americans separately from other citizens, the Lake Butler Villa Association gave a 99-year lease to the Citizens Board that was formed in 1916. In 1917, they deeded the property to the Rose Hill Association. Cultural beliefs from African and Southern American traditions are apparent in the East-West orientation of graves, grave scraping, positioning of couples, chairs and benches, and decorative elements on the graves, such as conch shells and symbols engraved on the markers. Rose Hill Cemetery maintains its historical integrity and has remained in active use by the African-American community of Tarpon Springs since its inception. The name Rose Hill Cemetery was changed to Rose Cemetery in 1979 with a change in the managing association. 
and the following information is taken from the Pinellas County News. You'll find the, that link on our website along with all our other resource links. Toppin Springs Rose Cemetery included in school curriculum to teach students black history. The students are learning Toppin Springs African American history in a unique way. Beautifully hand-painted plaques were made by the students to memorialize the unknown buried at Toppin Springs Rose Cemetery. Out of the 2,000 people buried here, it is believed that there are about 400 bodies that are buried without an identifiable marker. Students were actually working on preservation. They were learning about the best practices in order to clean the headstones. They were engaged in cemetery site cleanings and clean up in order to help beautify the property. And then once COVID hit, they started to transition to a more into a more archival. To learn more about the history of Rose Hill Cemetery and in Tarpon Springs, Florida, you can find our resource links at it's just a ghost podcast.com. Next week, please tune in for part two of Rose Cemetery, where we will discuss our recent paranormal investigations there. Now, on the YouTube channel, we will include the photos and videos of orbs we captured, along with a very real and slightly disturbing EVP of something that did not want us there. So if you're listening to the podcast next week, you'll be able to hear the EVPs on that. And if you would like to see the photos and videos, you could check into the YouTube channel where I will have the link on the website or simply the visit the website to see all of that. So please, if you go to the YouTube channel, please like and subscribe to the channel for It's Just a Ghost. Right. And, you know, also with the podcast channel, um, you can also subscribe to that. I mean, that helps us out a ton. Yeah. And if you enjoy what we do, please let your friends know and, you, you know, just let everyone know. Share our links. Us. Share our link. Absolutely. We, we really appreciate that. So uh, thank you for listening today. Yeah. Until next time. Remember, remember ghosts, ghosts are people, people too. too.